Oh, I didn't realize we're waiting for us to start us off. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Good Game Report podcast. I am your host, GG Nelly. Today, we are joined by my co-host, GG underscore Deli and GG Stav. Or is it Stav GG R now? Like, what are you, what are you going no, I'm my own person. I'm my own entity. I'm just stop. You're sweet, sweet. I'm just, I'm just Delhi. That's it. Christian McCaffrey for MVP. Uh, so, stop, uh, stop for MVP. <laughs> or good game report for MVP. Anything but Death Stranding. So today, we have uh, we have a lot to cover today. Actually, uh, you know, free games, game news, uh, not game news, and you know, a lot of stuff coming up into the holiday season. So let's just get right into it today. I hope you guys are doing well because I'm not going to ask uh, and talk about some of the free games. So, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of games coming out for free on a lot of different services right now, uh, especially uh, currently Epic Games uh, releasing uh, Bad North and Battle Breakers. Uh, so what do you guys know about those free games? I know they're free. Yurt? Bad North is a cool uh, indie game. It's uh, free for the week. So... It looks cool. It's like a Viking looking strategy game. It's cool though. Nice, nice. Uh have you uh had a chance to play through any of it or No, I, I haven't. I've I've been working, so I haven't been able to touch it. But it is one of those games that I've looked at uh wanting to play. So now that it's free, that is an option for me. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh yeah, I was uh looking at the uh Battle Breakers won. It was like neither of these games looked like something that I would necessarily enjoy, but they did look like definitely interesting, interesting, uh, you know, kind of concepts for video games. Uh, and then uh, Xbox releasing three free games this month. Is that uh, pretty standard for Xbox? Three per? Yeah, so they usually do. Um, they have like a game for a month and then like a game for half a month. Like they do this weird schedule, but they. They'll have like one main game for like a month and they'll have like two that switch out for the half month. And then they do like backwards compatible games too. So like um, some of their games usually will be free for, they'll be free on Xbox 360, but you'll be, you can also play them on the Xbox. And every time that they come out for free, that's like adds another game to their backwards library, I guess you could say. Yeah, and uh, I think for me, the big game coming out on Xbox this month is definitely Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I'm definitely into the mystery genre of video game, but uh, my one friend that actually played the game said that it was complete shart, so I don't know. Any any, any games <laughs> yeah, never, that you guys are? I've never played the Sherlock Holmes game, so I'm not, I'm not sure, but that would be interesting. And it's just a good uh, title if somebody is looking for a game and they don't have any money. Uh, is Robert Downey Jr. Uh, the lead in this? I don't believe so. Oof. I think I'm out then. Sorry, Xbox. Yeah, I think, you know, Joyride Turbo 360 is definitely, definitely the uh, game of the year that we're looking for. For free games, that is. That, that, that's a good pickup right there. Uh, and then for me, I think the most exciting platform for free games is definitely PlayStation 4. Uh, just coming out with two strong titles. Like that, uh, Neo and Outlast Two, just both amazing freaking games. Uh, your yeah, thoughts? That's a really good pickup. Yeah, I mean, I shelled out the entire. Was it sixty when it came out for Outlast Two? Just an amazing yeah. game, and honestly, great replay value. In that, even though it's a linear story, it's just an amazing game. Play, PlayStation seems to do this. They they take some some big names that that you know published like a year or a couple years ago, and then just give it to you for free and say sup here you go yeah no definitely uh trying to think of like some of the big ones because they released the batman games for free along with uh along with epic games in uh that one because of uh, the whole batman week or month that they had uh celebrating the 80th anniversary of the game or the hero yeah something um sony seems to do is they really always seem to bring it with their free games like they free games have been a thing for a while but like sony's usually always seem to be like the top games that they, they always bring like you know neo that's a huge playstation title and i think that's like a really good a really good place for a free game is just like some somebody that was maybe wanting to play that or they needed a game because they just you know not everybody's buying the newest games out there you know and that's those are really two really good uh playstation games to pick up 
I think a month ago or so, they they came out with MLB The Show for free. You know, just after the baseball season was wrapping yeah. up, and just mm-hmm. like like sixty dollar game. Now you can get it for free. Yeah, I think uh, because Neo has its sequel coming out soon, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that one's gonna be big for. Uh, they Neo. almost use it like it's a promotion. Yeah, yeah I like think that might be what it is. Because I know I had two friends that actually just bought the game like a couple weeks back because they were like, oh, I'm so excited for the next one. I'm going to like buy the first one again. And now, now it's free on PlayStation. Free. So yeah. uh, it kind of sucks. But yeah, uh, Deli, uh, uh, you were covering Humble Bundle. It's, what, uh, what do they got going on for us? Yeah, so Humble Bundle is a website and they're known for um, releasing like these bundles of games for like really cheap prices i remember uh last year i bought a horror bundle around halloween and it was like um it was like 15 games and i spent seven dollars because they they have these weird bundles that are like they're charity based and they the money goes to charity like they don't even make the money off of it usually Hmm. and they had like dead by daylight was in there they had a bunch of like indie horror games in there and then there was um one i think outlast the first one was in there and it was just like the whole bundle was like seven dollars and that's uh really crazy but now they do like this monthly thing where you pay twelve dollars a month and you get one you get access to their like library of games so they have like over a hundred titles of just games that are always changing i think they change them out every once in a while but it's just like a huge library of games but then they also do like big titles that you get and you get to own them for that like for the month that you pay your twelve dollars a month so if you only subscribe for one month you get those titles and you can download them and you have them forever it's not like uh they go away when it's over but they're doing the yakuza uh, kiwami game which is one of the like bigger um games in that series and i know that i've had i have a couple of friends that have played those and really like it and that they definitely i have like friends that i've never heard like heard of the game until recently and i've had friends that like live by those games and they tell you that everybody even people that don't like games will like these games so that's really interesting and that's one of the bigger titles but then soul caliber 6 is also in there and you get both of those games and you get my time at porsche and then um their vault all for 12 dollars for just that month and then you can if you keep the subscription going you get like 10 percent off in their store like there's just a ton of value out of that like 12 dollars a month that they give you but um so, so you can get all these games in just a bundle for the month and then you just yeah so it's like they have like their monthly deal and then they have these games they'll show like what the month of games are and then sometimes they'll have like a mystery one and then like when the month is over you'll find out what that mystery was when you after you subscribe but then they usually have like like last month i think was world war ii the call of duty game and so like that was that was a pretty big one and then they had some games with it to go with it but um yeah and then you get to download those games that are like the big ones and you always own those. And in the vault, I think you only have access to as long as you pay the subscription. But um, you definitely get some trade off there for sure. Yeah, I mean, also uh, Twitch Prime is dishing out some free games this month. Uh, you have Darksiders 2, Double Cross, Planet Alpha, Sword Legacy, and also Turmoil. Again, these are all uh, free games that you can get with your Twitch Prime. Uh, so if you go to Twitch, you can just download them from there. Um, again, these all, all these options, except for the bundle package, all three games that you can go out. Um, say you spent all your money on you know, Christmas shopping already, and you're just looking for a couple free games. Uh, you got a couple that we just presented right in front of you. So uh, definitely good options by all these kind of sources and you know, helping gamers out. For value-wise, you, have to, you would have to do the PS4 you know, games, right? Yeah. Those were oh, yeah. you know, primetime games coming out, and now they're for free. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, we also are hitting on some uh, gaming news. Deli, you uh, you brought us some uh, real good stories. What a like, run us through that really quick. Yeah. So we have a lot of news. Well, kind of a lot of news uh, to talk about. Um, but I think the biggest thing is what came out this week, and that is Google's entry to the gaming market i guess you could say with their google stadia and if you don't know what google stadia is it is their like their way of because google's never really done gaming that much other than maybe the google play store on mobile but what they're doing is they wanted to do 
they wanted to compete with things like xCloud um, from Xbox. And then I think Steam does like a Steam link kind of thing. But they want you to be able to play a game through your internet on their servers, basically wherever you can get Google uh, browsers. So like on your phone, on your desktop, on your Google Chromecast, on your iPad, like all those things, anything that can open Google, you're supposed to be able to play. And the only thing you'll need is a controller by Google and, um, or I guess Chromecast if you're trying to play on your TV and then an internet connection. And it's an interesting thing because it's it's very new to gaming in general because for all of gaming's history it's always been you know you buy you have the game or you know you download the game from the internet and it's on your system and this is Google's take at trying to um, make it to where you don't even need a console to play it if you have a screen and internet and the controller then that's all you need to play. And then it's all through the internet. And I think, um, or so it came out and it basically has a lot of negative reviews because it's just, there's a lot of bugs and things with it. And it's just, I mean, it's very, it's one of the very first ones to do it for sure. And so, um, I mean, style, like what are, what are your kind of thoughts on just like this idea of gaming over the internet? I'm wondering, you know, as you're breaking it down, if this is what, you know, gaming is going to eventually go to is that you're not going to need any hard copies anymore. It's kind of already there where you don't need hard copies, but all you need is literally Google Chrome and internet and you can game wherever you want. Very interesting. I think it's going to take some time, obviously. Maybe, you know, a couple yeah. people are going to have to try this out. Um, you know, not just Google, maybe like, um, like Amazon might even step in or, you know, something. Mm -hmm. Amazon but actually already has announced that they're working on something similar to that actually so yeah for sure i mean it's like everybody's trying to get in on that market now i agree I, I i good for them give it a shot i think that the market will start to grow but i don't think it's going to eliminate actually like the hard copy games because at least in my opinion i've seen an uptick of people buying hard copy games for no other reason other than they're way cheaper when you buy them hard copy at this point in time uh, because I know I go to a Walmart or GameStop locally, it's 10 sometimes $20 cheaper to buy the hard copy than it is to buy the digital. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, they usually the, the value depreciates over time. And like on digital, usually the, the value is there longer. Um, but yeah, I saw like a lot of things. Like it's interesting to think about what Google Stadia is really for right now, because like if you're a gamer, you already have you know, a PlayStation, an Xbox, a PC, you're, you're already playing on something. So it's kind of like, what is the purpose of it right now? And I think that's kind of what Google needs to find out is just like, what is it actually going to be for? Like, is it for going to places and, you know, going to, a, when I have to go to a hotel on a trip, I can always have my access to, you know, destiny because I have Google Stadia and yeah, think about just traveling. You're in a car, yeah. you're you're on a plane or something like that. Uh, you're you're going to work on a train. Uh, I think the concept is just to be able to game wherever. And yeah. you know, you can at this point in time, you can basically get internet almost everywhere. Well, that's the big thing is you have to have at least ten megabytes down and ten megabytes up. So, so that's what they like recommend for you to do to have their service. And so, because they they say that you can play at 1080p. Uh, 60 frames per second with that kind of internet and it's interesting because a lot of hotels probably don't get the speed or like even just on your phone data like is it yeah, going to be able to reach that kind of speed uh, to be able to do that um, at least right now I think it's a lot harder cool concept for sure I'm interested yeah. to see if this grows so on to the next thing, we're going to talk about some Anthem news. Everybody knows about Anthem. It's the game that they took out back and shot uh, because <laughs> it's dead. And I think the player base on that game dropped so fast that it broke records or something like it. It had a huge number because of all the promotion and then it just dead, died because it just the, the game lacked content. The game had a lot of bugs. And it was it ran weird on a lot of different consoles and, and uh, computers but they announced today or they've announced recently that um 
they were going to keep working on it. And then the head guy and like one of the other head guys both left the company. And that was when, that was like the sign tell that they were, this game's dead. Like this game's gone. Like how there's no way that this game is going to keep going. And recently in the last week, they announced that they are not, they're not done with this game and that they have like every, they have like, they have all of Bioware working on this game and they have like another whole EA studio and then a whole nother like side studio that's all working on this game. And they announced that they're going to like completely fully revamp the entire game in itself and they're not done with it. And for some reason, they're still working on it. And they say that they are like in full force on this game. Like, what are y'all's thoughts on this? I've, I've never played Anthem. Uh, I was reading the article kind of talking about the background of, you know, this whole revamp idea. Uh, part of me is just like good for them for just saying, all right, we're going to shut this down and like retry again. But then like the other half of me is just like, why are you just sinking more money into a failing game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like just come i read it as they're coming out with an entire new game like yeah so it's gonna be like 2.0 yeah it's gonna be like i think it's gonna be a huge update to the game so hope what we're hoping because there's not a lot of news about it right now it's just that they know that they're working on it what would be hoped is that the people that did buy it don't have to pay again or like i mean i a lot of people i feel like aren't gonna pay again regardless but if they have to like it shouldn't be like, you know, a full another title or like even like a $30 update. Like they shouldn't have to pay to have this revamped update. And that if they you just, buy it, you should get yeah, it free. For sure. And so that's like just something we don't know yet. Um, Nelly, what are your thoughts about Anthem? Uh, so, you know, I played, I didn't buy Anthem, but I did play Anthem close to its launch. I thought it was cool. It was fun, but it definitely was lacking anything to keep players there um sure. but i even think with the update you know i, I think that like destiny kind of has this style of game on lock right now because you know i had a lot of people say like oh why would i play anthem because you know destiny's already here and it's actually good yeah so i, I think that especially after one bad la- launch of anthem that doing another one that could potentially flop again isn't isn't a worthwhile investment in EA should just kind of cut its losses and move on. It's interesting because, um, destiny actually has had this problem twice and in his, in its history. Cause when it first came out, you know, it was a big game. It was real hyped up. It was supposed to be the, the MMO halo game. And then it came out and it just seemed to be like, not what everybody wanted. And then over a year later, they came out with the Taken King update, which was like a, a whole DLC expansion. And that like changed a lot of things. Like it basically revamped like Anthem saying that they're going to do. And that's when like Destiny became like this like game that a lot of people played. And then Destiny 2 came out and it was supposed to be, you know, the sequel to the game after they fixed it, the big game. And then when t- Destiny 2 came out, it was like the same thing where there's like they changed certain things and they took out certain things and it was like, what happened to where we were at and why did we change it? And it kind of died down. And then they've had two big expansions since then. And that now destiny is sitting at like it's best spot ever. And now it's on steam with like the most amount of players that it's ever have. And it's just like, why do we keep having these things where we have to do that kind of thing? And that kind of brings into the next topic of just live games in general is like live games has become something so popular. It's like we released this game and a lot of times it's these AAA games that come out for $60 and day one, it's like an incomplete game because there was already a plan to know to fix it down the road. And it's just like, it's becoming more of a trend where these games are coming out and they're just not good at the beginning because for some reason they had already planned that we'll just release it so we can get some money and then work on it later. And it's like, that's kind of like an interesting thing that the market is turning into, especially with live games becoming so popular now like with things like fortnite and things like call of duty is almost considered a live game just because it is a different call of duty every year but then at the same time is it really that much of a different of a call of duty every year and so it's just like what are what are y'all thoughts about live games in general i know for or fortnite is like stav's game so yeah i I love the live aspect of of fortnite i think that's one of the best things Uh, the only thing that sucks this season is that they're not giving you the patch notes, so you don't really know what they're updating. You know, mm-hmm. the 10 seasons before, you could 
log in every Tuesday and see what they're updating. They did a great job of presenting what they're fixing, uh, what they added. And now you just don't have that right now. I, yeah. I'm hoping they, they come back to it. Um, but that, that aspect of a live game kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat every Monday or Tuesday night whenever they're doing the patch. For sure. For for me, my the poster boy child for live games is World of Warcraft. I yep. think that yeah. when they would release an expansion to the game, it didn't like detract from the previous game or like take away some stuff. They might have changed some mechanics, but in essence, it was the same game. You know, they found a formula, they stuck to it, and then they just expanded the story and the lore of the world. Mm -hmm. I think was the perfect way to do it. It wasn't until they started like really trying to fuck stuff up, or sorry, uh, mess stuff up that uh, they, uh, you know, started losing playership, and now they're at where they're at, and they were like, "All right, we had our base game that worked, so they released WoW Classic again." But you know, back up until Kata, basically, they were doing great at just releasing new content. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's interesting the way the market's shifting. So we'll just have to see how it looks, you know, in the next few years. And if every game starts switching to this live model, like a lot of people thought single player games were going to die out. And I think things like God of War show that like single player games are still a big want in the industry. And so it's interesting. Um, with that said about the industry, we got the video game awards coming up. Uh, I think it's the December 12th is the show. Yep. So we got a couple couple of the categories that we're going to talk about, just um, kind of discuss. We wanted to start with Game of the Year. So right now, the nominees for Game of the Year are Control uh, by Remedy Games, um, Death Stranding by Kojima Productions, oh. which, which Death Stranding is nominated in almost every category with over 10 nominations. Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. And that's that's right now is what's nominated for Game of the, uh, game of the Year. So what are y'all what are y'all thinking about that? No, Nelly, uh, I'll let you make your pick because everybody knows it's going to be Death Stranding. So go ahead. I absolutely cannot believe that Super Monkey Ball for the Switch is not on Game <laughs> of the Year. This is an outrage. I'm calling Shocking. for a recount of the votes. It's not even in any category. So you know what? It's not a real that, game, guys. A, it's not a real a game. How can it be game of the year? You know, it's a big game. You know what? I'm just saying that at least we have Untitled Goose Game. But uh, as far as game of the year from the ones, you know, chosen, if you listen to the last podcast, you know that I'm absolutely not siding with uh, Death Stranding. <laughs> so I'm probably going to go with Outer Worlds or Resident Evil 2 on this one because... Uh, those are just both amazing games, and I think they've been well-loved by almost everyone that played both of them. For sure. I think uh, Outer Worlds is probably my choice. Um, Resident Evil 2 is my other choice. And if I had played Sekiro, I think that would have been my third choice. So I definitely agree with you on that. I, I, I've watched these games on Twitch. Uh, the one I was like locked into watching someone play the most was Sekiro. Uh, I, that's nothing oh, against, on. you didn't, you didn't nothing, like my Resident Evil 2 stream? I was just getting to that. It's nothing against Resident Evil. Cause I, I watched you play it. Nelly, were you playing that? Was I watching you or was that the zombie one? That had to be a uh, zombie. Yeah. No. What was the zombie game that you were playing? Days oh, gone. oh, uh, days gone. Yeah. yeah. Like also should have been, uh, that, I'm surprised that's not on this list too. Cause that, that was, that was entertaining to watch. Uh, Resident Evil was great. Uh, Outer Worlds is obviously like crazy, crazy, stupid good. But uh, I just kept watching Skyro and just ended up watching it for multiple hours throughout the day when it first came out. For sure. So another big topic we wanted to hit on was um, content creator because this is this is the age of the content creator. Uh, Twitch streamers are at their biggest. Um, so. Everybody in here, I think, is, well, two of them are Mixer streamers now, and one's a YouTuber. But uh, we have Courage, Jack Dunlop on here. We got Dr. Lupo. We got Ewok. We got Grefg. Uh, his real name is David Martinez. I've never heard of that guy. We got Shroud. And so I'm probably, I, I voted for uh, Courage. I wanted to vote for Ewok because I just think Ewok's cool. But I feel like Courage has just had 
that good of a year that it just had to go to courage. But uh, what do you what do you think of style? So sh- sh- let's just all agree, Shroud-, Shroud could win it every single year. Yeah. Um. So he's like, he's kind of like LeBron James. Like, is Le- LeBron James the MVP every season? Probably, <laughs> most likely, but no one votes for him just because, like, it's you LeBron. have to give it to like other people. Um. Lupo had another great year. Ewok obviously exploded on to the scene as a content creator. She has a great story. If you don't know, check check out her story. Signs with Faze, Monster Year by Ewok. But it has to be Courage. Nobody took over as a content creator this year. Bigger than Courage. Uh, I know Tim, the Tapman, won this award last year. Well-deserved. He really exploded onto the scene. But uh, Courage bounced off of Tim kind of at the beginning of the year and then just took over and is just dominating. He's making YouTube content now. He's streaming. He's doing the broadcast for the World Cup. He is everywhere. Uh, he had a fantastic year, and I think he's going to win it in a landslide. For sure. I uh, wish I could give a like solid opinion on this, but in all honesty, the only streamers I watch are Stav, Rainbow, and people that I you know, fine through uh, Stav's streams. So I, I don't know these people. I didn't vote for them. Uh, any big name streamer you know, I haven't watched, so. There's a write-in option, Nelly, that you can just put Stav in, so. I guess <laughs> I guess I got one vote. We all start voting for Stav. You got to get on there somehow. Facts. Now everybody I... vote GG Rainbow. <laughs> all right. Well, she's well-deserving of it as well. We we wanted to hit on one other one that we, we kind of picked three that we wanted to hit. Those are two big ones for us. The last one is fresh new indie game, and I think we all know what should win. But I'm going ahead and list all of them. We got Z A Um. I don't even know what that is. We got uh, Gris, which is artistically very nice. Um, I haven't played that, but it's one of those games that like I want to hit on one day uh, when I have time because that game just looks really beautiful. Um, for my friend Pedro, that game is actually really legit. I've played it, um, but I don't think it should win. Uh, we have the Outer Wilds instead of the Outer Worlds. This is a different game where you can travel to different planets and such. The art's really cool in that game. Uh, we got Slay the Spire, which is a cool rogue card builder type game. It's very interesting. It was pretty popular when it came out for a while. And then I think we all know that this is the winner here, but we got the Untitled Goose Game. Uh, what are you guys? What are you guys picking? I think honk, honk. <laughs> go goose game. A hundred percent goose game. It's no one. No none of these other games. Poor year to be an indie game with goose game out in the market. Honestly, yeah, I, I love watching people play goose game. Uh, I I want to even like knowing the entire game because it's only like a couple hours long at most. Uh, I'm waiting so I can play it. It looks like such a great game. For sure. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that's some of our hits. I think uh, later down the road, we're going to try and uh, have our own kind of list. Towards the end of December, we're going to make our own game of the year type list and uh, kind of have like a little good game report video game awards show. So that'll be interesting. Um, but next, I wanted to talk about, uh, we can just hit this one real quick. Esports arenas in Walmarts. This is an interesting thing to me. And I think it's so cool for the industry. But there's this company called Esports Arenas, and they they have like these they have a couple of arenas that are actual like buildings. But they if you ever been to a Walmart, and you know how they have like the the um, the salon in there. They'll have like a Subway or a McDonald's something in the Walmart, like mm-hmm. in the front section. This Esports Arena is buying those places and building an entire like esports venue for like um, locally sized like esporting type event so they'll they'll be able they have like rows of computers in there was like at least like one the picture that i saw it was at least like 30 30 something computers of just like and the just it looks like a very esport type room and it just seems really interesting um a place to put that but i just think that one it just really mainstreams esports and two like if we start getting these in local walmarts everywhere like the thing that that can do for a local esport, the local esports scene, I just feel like the numbers, like it just has like a huge ceiling for that. What do y'all think? 
yeah, just uh, these things are gonna start popping up everywhere. Uh, you, you see, like the Helix places that are going up. There's actually one going in uh, at Patriot Place, that's Gillette Stadium, where the New England Patriots play. The owner Robert Kraft uh, invested in it, and he's putting it in the little mall that's down there. That's going to be coming up uh, this winter. Yeah, uh, you're just gonna. This is this is what we're gonna see going forward. You're gonna see these small stores that pop up, and Walmart's a great place to put it because. Everybody's there, basically, yep. uh, you know, at all times of the day, just popping in. So it's a great spot to throw it in. Nelly, what do oh. you think? I wonder if we're going to see, like, I don't know if you guys ever had this, but, like, at the basketball courts and stuff like that growing up, there was, like, that one person that would hang out there all day challenging, like, kids to, like, <laughs> you know, half-court basketball. If we're going to start seeing that, but it's, like, there's just a guy There's that hangs out at Walmart esports. Yo, I'll, I'll, I'll crank 90s on your cool. head, boy. I'll, I'll yeah. crank 90s on your I'm head. Gonna, I'm going to post up with a sign at my local Walmart and just says 1v1 me, yo. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, yeah. I would love like, that version of like a basketball court like bully, but it's like esports bullies. It's like, yo, 1v1 yeah. me, kid. Yeah, I just think esports has such a high ceiling and uh, things like that that make it very locally mainstream. I think it's just there's nothing negative about that that can affect. Just um, just wait until the the rage monster goes in to start smashing keyboards and there's gonna be some There's gonna be some pretty good videos coming out of those places. You catch Mongrel in one of those things, he's out here just <laughs> smashing everything. That'd be lit. All right, we're gonna go on to this Xbox monthly service that I thought this is very interesting to me because it's it's a very different model of uh, of like for xbox so they so everybody has a phone right and everybody most people you know they have a, a cert like a service like at&t or sprint or t-mobile or verizon or whatever you do and when when you go to those places you can sign up and you basically pay like a monthly fee for your phone and so then you get the phone and you're paying like a monthly fee for the phone and then you pay your data plan or whatever well, Xbox is now doing this thing, and I didn't ever see it announced, but I just saw it one time when I was on the Xbox website. And you can basically sign up for like the same kind of thing for a console. So you get this Xbox, you get a controller, and then you get like two years of Game Pass. And um, it's like that monthly service, kind of like a cell phone, where you you pay it over time over the next two years, and then when that two years is over. You get to upgrade to whatever the next thing is. So by that time, you know the next Xbox will be, uh, the next Xbox will be out, and you'll be able to upgrade and continue your plan on from there to get the next Xbox. And you're just paying this like twenty three a month for the Xbox, and then you even get the Game Pass, which has tons of games on it for content. And I think this is an interesting model. I did the numbers, and you pay a little bit more than if you were just to buy a, outright a Xbox um x right now but it also includes the game pass for two years which is like a a lot of value in itself so i you pay like 60 70 more for this this little plan that they have going what, what are y'all thinking about this type of plan for like going in the future of just like console generations and whatever else comes out just get a ps4 <laughs> ah <laughs> some big brain thinking their stuff yeah. uh, i think uh you know we already see this with like phones and all that but like i i, I don't know i i think i'll see how it goes but i'm not gonna be jumping on this bandwagon seeing like and hoping that you now the next xbox or anything like that's actually good all right <laughs> yeah, give, give it a shot xbox uh i mean if it I'm still kind of upset that, you know, now they charge you $60 for the year to use online. Uh, at least that's what PlayStation was. Uh, it might even be more. I think it's $100 for the year. I think when, uh, like, Black Friday or something like that, you can get a discount uh, for uh, PlayStation. Xbox and PlayStation are the same. All right. So, like, you can you can get it discounted on, on Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whatever, but it's so obnoxious that you have to spend that money. Like, the, the old PlayStations, you didn't have to, and now all of a sudden you do. Uh, it's it's a one-time thing. If this eliminates that, then really, what you should do is just buy a PC and you just build a PC and use that. That's what you should do if you want to do the big brain play. But moving on, we got one last thing. It's a uh, it's a interesting uh, 
topic to hit on because for a lot of viewers, you may not even know what this is. But Half-Life Alex is has been announced. And if you know what Half-Life is, it's a game made by Valve who now makes is the owner of Steam and they do the, the whole Steam store on PC. And back before they really did that, they had these games called Half-Life. And they were some of the biggest games of the time just because of how um, just they were just so something they were so like ground setting for games of that time that they were just super popular and half-life 2 came out i want to say 15 years ago 16 years ago and since then there has never been another half-life game and we people have been waiting not me because i don't care but people have been waiting for half-life 3 for this long and for some reason steam is coming out with half-life alex which is not half-life 3 and it is a VR game. And a lot of people are upset about that. But it actually looks really cool as a VR game. Like, it's the first VR game that's, like, fully fledged. Like, it looks like a full game to me. Yo, um, question for you, Deli. How come, and, and you too, Nelly, why aren't VR games bigger? Like, I think it's just the fact of how you have to get in. Like, you just have to have so much more on top of a, of a console or PC that you have to have the whole headset thing. Yeah. And um, the newest headset that recently came out, I think, from Oculus um, is like completely wireless. And so like and it's a lot it's like a more affordable price. I think that one's more of like a, this is what you should get now. And it's a much better entry point. But I think the entry point is just so hard for a lot of because like, I mean, tons of people don't have VR. Like it's it's a really cool thing, but it's just so much of an extra entry point that I think that's why. And it's it's strange that they're going this route. I think it's more of like a Steam wants to really start working on VR games, and they're like, "Well, the only way we can do it is by uh, releasing a new Half Life after this 15 the, years." The trailer itself looks so sick, but like yeah. I'm sitting here, I was like, "I don't know anybody who's ever played VR games." Like, yeah, uh, it's definitely a very niche thing. It, it'd be cool, but I, I think you, I think you used a good word. It's just like extra. It's just like, why do you need this? You yeah. know. It's really cool because I have used it one time. Like it's really, it's a really cool concept. It's just, it's really hard to commit to another four hundred dollars on top of my PC just to play like some of these VR games. Because right now VR games are very, you know, not fully fledged. Like I can't, I can't sit and play a VR game for a couple of hours a day like I can something like Destiny. Like it's not like a fully fledged game like that. And I think this Half-Life game does look a lot more fully fledged out like that. So it's it's interesting, for sure. Yeah, All right. Oh, Nelly, you want to go? Oh, I, I was just uh, agreeing with what you said about, you know, getting into VR. You know, price-wise and material-wise, it's just such a hassle. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Especially, you know, coming from a college apartment viewpoint, it's... You know, setting up the posts, getting the VR thing, setting up your system, the screen, all that. It just it just isn't worth it. It's a lot of work yeah. to play a game, uh, and so mm -hmm. I just and especially like it's only just now coming down in price to where it's like reasonable to buy. How much is it? I think that new one that uh like you mentioned, Delhi, two fifty, three fifty. Oh, I thought it was one ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, oh, is it? Yeah, it you're right. You're right. That is. Yeah, oh, yeah, so it's like its own console, dude. One ninety nine, uh, I think you're right. But you have to have something to run it on, and usually for that one, you use PC or something like that. Yeah, so like typically you hook it up to PC or VR, uh, PlayStation has its own VR, so yeah. like those are things. But even PlayStation's VR was like an extra, I think, like a couple hundreds for like sure. That. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're gonna do. We have one topic to talk about that's not gaming related. Everybody's seen it. What are you guys' thoughts on the new Tesla truck? It's funny that you mentioned that. So I am absolutely going to be getting one of those Cybertrucks. Uh, <laughs> You're not. Dude. I love. I'm waiting. The, uh, I'm waiting for the first rapper to brag about stealing your girl in a Cybertruck. When, when is that? When is that going? I need to hear that. At Never. least 2021 when they come out. But I'm absolutely yeah. buying one. You know, talking about a Cybertruck started. Basically everything that I've done today has been revolving around cyber trucks <laughs> uh, up to the project I'm working on right now. So I, I saw a video today of the cyber truck and an, a Ford F-150 tailgate to tailgate and they were tugging at each other. 
and there was no contest for for that Ford F-150. It was dragged by its chin. It the, the Cybertruck just overpowered it, and the Cybertruck was going uphill, like it was. It was crazy, dude. Don't don't talk yourself into this thing. Have you have you looked at it? Man, it I don't know. Sweet, you go dude. you you gonna you gonna look fly going on the road in that thing. I think I I think people are really hating on it, but it's it's like the Yeezys, man. Everybody thought Yeezys were ugly, but look at them; they're thousands of dollars. <laughs> Absolutely buying a Cybertruck when I can. Not not even a question at this point. I'm so out on this. I'm just gonna throw rocks at all your windows because I know those things break them. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try and hit a little bit on this holiday uh season that we got coming up um we kind of wanted to uh just kind of have a quick hit on like what everyone's really looking forward to for them they're trying to they're going for this christmas season and so like stop what are you looking for santa to bring to you this christmas season well i've been very good this year (laughs) so uh i actually it's just you know kind of simple upgrades that uh that i'm looking for i'm actually gonna split up my list i have a santa list and then i'm i got stuff that i'm looking to buy on black friday and cyber monday just because i don't know if santa realizes uh what i'd be asking for so i'll kind (laughs) of help him out and get the difficult ones out of the way myself uh i'm upgrading uh looking to upgrade my monitors uh i have one at 60 frames right now the other one's at 144 so when i stream they don't really collaborate together uh, so I want to make sure they're even, uh, each be 144, and then I think that's going to improve my stream. That's basically what I'm I'm revolving this around. I want to improve my stream. So with that, I'm going to get a new camera as well. That's going to be Ultra HD. So you're going to be able to see those claws going down nice and smooth. Nice. Um, and then, what was the other thing? I got a um, monitor, camera. I'm going to get a microphone, an actual uh you know, a uh, handheld microphone that like has like the arm with it and everything. I'm going to go for, try to get a blue Yeti, but we'll see what happens. You know, if you go to Amazon, you start getting all these crazy uh, deals that just kind of pop up and turns into a rabbit hole. And I might end up with something that's not a Yeti or, you know, not a, an LG camera that I'm looking at right now. So you just have to keep your, your options open when you're surfing the webs on that day. Um, sure. Other than that, uh, I might get a new, I might ask Santa for a new keyboard and mouse just to kind of make my setup look cooler. Uh, I think you're hitting on this too. Uh, Lights, better lighting around, a gaming chair, uh, just stuff to kind of improve the room. That's that's my goal for the holiday season. Nelly, what is Santa bringing to you? Uh, Well, Santa, yeah, well, what I want is, uh, I would love to... Yeah, so I'm hoping that he just brings me a cyber truck. Uh, but uh, in all reality, gaming related, uh, about a year ago, my uh, PC broke, hasn't been able to been able to get fixed or anything like that. So I'm hoping that uh, I can get a new PC over this next year. Um, nice. Definitely not going to be brought to me on Christmas. I've accepted that, but uh, something you know that I would love to see. You know, at least some. Uh, lighting or something like that to make the stream room look good when i finally get it up and running cool i think uh i'm just gonna do some upgrading for my pc i want to get some lights uh better lighting is always key for streaming um i want to do a couple upgrades to certain parts of my pc but um other than that i'm not really like have too much specifics other than those few things i just things that make streaming and just all around gaming in general just a little bit better so that's always good you want to know something that's weird guys the uh this is the first year that i don't have i I, obviously because i bought the pc now but like i'm not asking for um a video game like in the past i would always just throw them down just because when you get to my age there's nothing really that you need um so i would just kind of throw them in there whether it's you know red dead redemption or something like that but i have no like a game that like I really want right now. I, I think I'd rather just you know ask for upgrades in the the stream room and then just keep crushing the games that I already have. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to kind of update our listeners on some you know you just there's going to be tons of deals. Black Friday's coming up. Um, you know I saw Walmart. You can get you know your Xbox One X with Star Wars, the new Jedi Fallen Order game, which Tight. is very worth it. 
you can get the the whole thing, one terabyte console and the game for three forty nine, and that's normally at five hundred. So that's one hundred and fifty dollars off. Um, that's a good deal right there. They got some PlayStation deals all across the board: Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. They're gonna have tons of sales on games. I saw God of War on PlayStation was gonna be ten dollars on their PlayStation store. Bargain. That is a ridiculous buy. Uh, God of War is currently my uh, best game of all time, like greatest game in my cons- like what I consider to be the greatest game of all time right now. That's hype. Uh, That's hype. It's it's a uh, it's an ever changing thing because I think that games can always change, but God of War is very worth that for ten dollars. So. They're going to have tons of games. Gears 5, which just came out like two months ago, is going to be $30 on most, uh, at most places, especially on Xbox. Um, Modern Warfare is going to be 38 That game only came out like a couple weeks ago. Um, so, you know, there's going to be tons of deals. Check out your local your local Walmarts, your GameStops, your Best Buys. You can find some. If you're looking for that new, new console, you're wanting to upgrade or... You know, just get a, a good collection of games. Like, they're going to be tons of sales across the board, I think. Um, yeah, if you're if you're Santa out there right now and you're really using Black Friday and Cyber Monday to really help um, build your your Christmas toys, Santa, The uh, just make sure you're checking out all these crazy deals that you're going to see, uh, you know, on your Amazons, your Walmarts, Targets. Uh, and then also, if you just want to hit up you know, in-game stores like Best Buy or GameStop like like that for Santa. Yeah. Just, you know, run through real quick and uh, check out those stores. You can get some really good deals, especially, you know, if you have, uh, if your parent and your daughter or son is playing big time gamer, but you don't know too much about it, ask the people at the store. They'll be happy to help you. Uh, for sure. And, and there's just, so, there's so many options out there. Do your research before just buying it, but uh, just make, make sure, ask for help everywhere. Ask a friend for help. I think Amazon has people that you can help, ask for help online now. Um, it's a great time to get some really good uh, buys out there for the gaming industry. And last little thing before we move on, or before we wrap this show up, actually, is if you're going to be shopping on Amazon, which I know everybody does, you got to go through the Good Game Report link. It's going to be in the description of these podcasts. It'll be on YouTube. If you're in our Discord, it's in there. Go through our link because whenever you go through the link and you buy something on Amazon, we get in, we, we return you, you get your item, you spend your money on your item. Amazon gets whatever you know you spent, but then Amazon pays us through our link. That's how it works, right? Yeah, uh, give uh, us your money, I guess. Yeah, so no, 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 no. So we, <laughs> we aren't taking their money, they get their item on sale, whatever they do through Amazon. Amazon, we get the, we get Amazon, the takes, Amazon takes your money. But then Jeff Bezos has to pay us because, you know, he's got too much money. So he pays us because we used that you used our link to buy your item. He takes your money, but then we get to take some money from him. So, you know, help us out a little bit and use our link. Uh, Does nothing different for you other than, you know, you're supporting us. And so that's what you should want to do if you like us. But yeah, so. uh, Um. Just kind of wrap it up. What um, kind of is your guys' favorite Thanksgiving dishes? Uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving uh, is next week. We're this is the episode before Thanksgiving, so we got to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. So send our viewers out. Green bean casserole, the Ooh, best. That's mine. Yes. What? You guys serious? That's your favorite. Oh my dish? gosh, that is so good. Green bean casserole is the best. Yeah, only the real ones like green bean casserole, cough cough. Mm. Yeah, pumpkin pie is so basic, Mr. White Claw. Bro, you yeah. guys just said green bean casserole. Go drink a pumpkin spice White Claw, bud. I would love to. <laughs> no, I, so I'm not like a really big sweets guy. So when like Christmas and Thanksgiving come around, I make sure to save so I can just dominate all the pies that are out there. So I'll just like I'll have like fill up half my stomach with you know the turkey the stuffing but that's not why I'm there I'm there to crush that dessert table after everybody's done with their main meals. Nice. That's my goal every Thanksgiving is just. It's not. It's not a bad move. Not a bad move. I, I won't knock. It. I do like some pumpkin pie. I'm not roasting you for that. And that's the only time of the year I'm I'm, I'm going to eat it. 
<laughs> and then so I, I just like I count down my mouth's water and just thinking about it. All right, so Stav, uh, you you know you wanna you wanna give us any last minute plugs since we're gonna end it out here. No, I hope just everybody has a you know great Thanksgiving. Uh, take the time, relax, kick it, uh, have some great food, enjoy some beverages if you're of age, and uh, just relax, post up, and uh, there's a lot to be thankful for. So make sure you thank uh, you know family, friends, uh, and I'm just thankful for it. Everything that's happened so far this year has been great. Good game report. All of Bot Nation, everybody out there. Um, and you guys, you know, you guys have been there since since day one. So just thankful for everything this year so far. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Nelly, you got any uh, last last little plugs for yourself? Uh, yeah, so last minute plug. Uh, so Good Game Report recently picked up some great talent. Uh, guy known as Ya Boy Vinny. Uh, so <laughs> encourage yes, you sir. to... Uh, Go check out YouTube. Uh, we have some Vinny videos coming at you over the next few weeks. He's working hard, uh, making uh, you know, making content off other people's misery. And you know, I think that's really what what he aims to bring to you is just other people's misery, so you can laugh at them, so you don't feel as bad about yourself. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Hey, Nelly, you, you tell Vinny I, I I got one coming from last night's stream. <laughs> so. Oh, Vinny wants me to tell you that he has he has another one coming from you. Excellent. Yeah, I think Vinny and I are going to have a great relationship going forward. Yeah. All right. So uh, for me, um, you know, just uh, I don't really have anything to plug. Uh, Christian McCaffrey should win MVP. He won't. Lamar Jackson's going to win it, but he should win. And uh, that's kind of just my little last little plug. Make sure you listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, you know, Spotify, Apple, Anchor. Um, there might be some other ones. If you listen to a podcast on it, it's probably on there. Uh, if it's not, you know, let us know, though, because you're listening to it right now. If you're listening to me talk about this, uh, let us know if it's not on the thing you like to listen to. And we'll try to get it on there. If you have an Apple device, you know, go to go to Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't listen to it there, go ahead and rate us five stars. Drop us a review. That's like the only place where you can really review things uh, podcast wise. And it helps us out. So. Just do it. I don't even listen to on Apple, but uh, I went ahead and did it. So, yeah, Nelly doesn't even listen to the podcast. So there you go. He check us out. It. Make sure you check us out at, at goodgamereport.com. We've got lots of gaming news on there. Uh, it's our website. Check us out. Follow us on Insta, Facebook, YouTube at Good Game Report. Uh, that's where you can find those Vinny videos because Vinny's out here narrating the less fortunate yeah the bots and uh make sure you check us out at ggwp underscore report on twitter and for that i think that's the end of the episode so see you later guys good night have a good game guys bye y'all